What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin. And I am Ben Bolin. Ben, we've got a, uh, another cool topic today. we got one that uh, this is um, not something that's popping up a lot in um kind of do-it-yourself forums and um, a lot of people that, that are into modifying their own vehicles in, in different ways, you know, mechanical and appearance. Um, there's some growing interest in this, and it's it's about using a product called Plastidip to cover parts or even, in some cases, the entire vehicle. Yeah, this is a very different technique. Uh, some listeners may remember that earlier we've covered uh DIY painting before yeah. we covered the uh, the the idea of using actual not non specific but regular house paint basically uh, to to roller paint your car yeah pretty much yeah I mean the uh, oil based paints is right yeah diluting um, it too. yeah exactly but uh, this is this is um, I don't know, similar I guess I, I, um, it's similar in that you know you can do it yourself at home. Yeah, um, we're going to get to the the you know the whole vehicle process at one point, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you where this kind of I don't know came into my mind is as something that maybe we want to cover on on car stuff. Yeah, because this was your idea. Yeah, I, w- I was watching a couple of videos about people who would um, you know darken chrome badges on their car. Yeah. You know, just to uh, eliminate the, the shiny surfaces on the back of the vehicle. And a lot of people do that. Um, and a lot of them are using a, a product called Plastidip. And uh, it seems like it's a it's a really, well, actually, it really is a simple, simple process to, to do that. Um, and then people started doing, like, the grill of their car. And then they started mm-hmm. doing the wheels of their car. Yep. And that kind of spread to the point where people are doing larger surfaces of the car, like including... The Including the entire car, <laughs> which is amazing, and and I'll tell you, they've got really, really good results with this. I mean, it's it's 
pretty spectacular, the transformations that they make. And there's some cool stuff post-transformation that we can also talk about. Exactly. One of the big differences. But but so let's let's get into what Plastidip is. Yeah. I think we need to talk about two different things here. Yeah. There's a company that is kind of now becoming famous for uh, the entire vehicle coverage. And then there's the original, the, the, the company that makes the product itself. Let's, right. let's talk about the product itself. Okay. Well, the product itself, according to their website, is the single finest creation in the history of mankind. <laughs> that's a bold statement. Yeah, they, they do go on to say that's a little bit of an exaggeration. But um, Plastidip is at, at base. It's a, a multi-purpose, air-dry, specialty rubber coating. Okay, makes sense. And uh, now it's like a, it's kind of like a rubberized material, right? That mm-hmm. uh, that that um, it's been around for a long, long time, decades, several decades. As yes, a matter of fact, absolutely. I was looking into the uh, the history of. Well, it's called Plastidip International. That's the company. That's the company, and uh, it's in Blaine, Minnesota, and uh, that's where they're headquartered. I guess it started in the 1970s as a manufacturer of um, kind of a, a heat cured PVC product. Uh, even toys, things like that. Um, mm-hmm, like uh, Gumby. Yeah. Most yeah, famously. That, that is crazy, isn't it? I mean, the, the original Gumby toys and, and Pokey that uh-huh. went along with that, um, were made out of, of plastisol, uh, which is really hot, uh, what is it, heat cured PVC products, um, that, that, uh, this company, Plastidip International, created. Um, they make, of course, handle grips for bikes, things and like that. Chainsaw grips. Yeah, that's right. Chainsaw grips from, uh, this is back in the 70s. And, uh, early, early on, they decided, you know what, this is kind of a, this is something that people could do on their own. Mm-hmm. And, uh, probably, I don't know, where most people originally came in contact with this might be, um, with the handles of tools. Like, you know, on, um, I don't know, I've got some in my toolbox now. I know my dad had a bunch of these, um, the, the, uh, let's say pliers that have a, a rubber grip on them. Yeah. Um, they have been dipped in a plastic that, that forms exactly to the handle of the, of the tool that you're using. Um, and, you know, of course you could buy this on, um, hardware store shelves at some point. Yes. And, and still, even today, you can. You can buy a can of this and you open it up and you dip the handle and you let it dry and there you go. You've got a, a grip. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I suppose you could do the same with bicycle <laughs> handle grips if you wanted to, but they make handle grips anyways. Uh, but the product is kind of, um, it, it, it lays claim to, the, to being the first do-it-yourself rubberized, uh, um, rubberized coating treatment that you could do at home. Yeah. Um, and, you know, later, they kind of branched into many different areas. Now they've got, like, industrial products, which are, um, like, waterproof seam sealers and mm-hmm. um, liquid tape, yeah. which is a cool one, you know, which uh, that's also kind of a home product. They have home products. They have... Um, um, More commercial products. Yeah, like yeah. non-skid coatings and uh, vinyl repair kits for, uh, like, dishwasher racks. And anything foam? Anything foam, yeah, that's really Which cool. Which is a little bit of a Willy Wonka name, Yeah, too. that's kind of cool. <laughs> um, and they have manufacturing and specialty products. Um, in mm-hmm. fact, you know, they make um, they make coatings now that are for protective coatings for the International Space Station. That I, that I did not know. Um, they make, thera- uh, like, therapy plastics, and uh, they make skin for artificial limbs. Uh, you know, really lifelike looking skin. Um, just all kinds of foam coatings. It's just a, it's an interesting company. Mm-hmm. And that's one part of this. They make the, the actual product that then is used by the company that is kind of, uh, have, have. Becoming known. Yeah, becoming known for using the product to, in, in the automotive world, I guess, for dipping mm-hmm. your car. Mm-hmm. And the, and, and the website is called dipyourcar.com. 
Yes. And uh, dipyourcar.com has several things uh, that you can check out online, both video and article formats. The One of the videos in particular that, Scott, I know you and I both watched is a step-by-step guide to plastic dipping one's car. Mm-hmm. And if you have checked out some other uh, painting tutorials, there's some stuff that will seem familiar here. One of the biggest things, one of the silver bullet rules for any kind of uh, painting, dipping, whatever, on a vehicle's exterior is that the more you prep, the easier your time will be and the better your end results will be. Yeah, lots of cleaning. In fact, they sell a, uh, a pre-cleaner uh, yeah. from their, their headquarters in Coral Springs, Florida. And uh, Fonzie, I think, is the guy's name who is the, yeah, uh, the owner. Yeah, the forums, that, too. Yeah, Fonzie is the guy. And he'll, he appears on a lot of the uh, YouTube videos. So he's mm-hmm. kind of the uh, the guru, the go-to guy for this this type of thing. But you're right, cleaning is, is huge. Um you, you said that you know there's a there's a lot of uh, similarities between you know painting and and you know, painting and plastic dipping, right? Yeah. There's also a couple of differences, and those are what we should focus on. <laughs> you think so? Because the differences now, I've I'll tell you, plastic dipping a whole vehicle, and I promise we'll get to this yeah, in just yeah. a moment. But it's exactly the same as plastic dipping a a badge on your car. If you watch, if you watch how they do it, uh-huh. um, and the, the odd part about this is Ben, and I, I'll tell you, this is just kind of an early, like a, a tip that I've kind of picked up on, on the way. When you're masking for this stuff, it's it's counterintuitive in that you don't have to mask right up to the edge of whatever you're plastic dipping. Isn't that weird? This is such a strange phenomena that goes along with this. That, like, let's say you're dipping a badge. And you've got a round, uh, a lot of a lot of the videos that I see are like Nissan badges for some reason. Okay. And so it's a round Nissan badge, chrome, and it's on the, you know the surface of the vehicle. You don't have to remove it from the vehicle or anything. In fact, when you tape up to it, you might think that's tough to tape that whole thing. Right, because it's a circle. All you do is tape a box around the circle, leaving uh-huh. leaving plenty of, of surface of the car you know, exposed. And why is that? And because... The, the crazy thing about this is this product, the way it works, the way it bonds together, it makes this rubber matte surface. Mm-hmm. Um, you're better off to have additional material that you peel away than material that is like really sparsely covering an area. Like if it, if it was just a few drops, that's more difficult to get rid of, which by I the know. way yeah. is not all that difficult in anyways. But um, it's it's harder than in this case where you would just simply peel it off like a sheet. Ah, and that's that's the uh, key phrase that I'm glad you used twice there. Peel off. Oh, okay, good. Because when you when when people use plastic dip on their badges, a lot of what you'll see is a blackout badge. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there there's a limited selection of factory made colors for this product. However, we will talk about how you can create your own. Uh, the the key here is that. When you have that square around the badge taped off and you apply the plastic dip, a lot of people use spray, uh, a lot of people spray it on, then once you have that square of the badge, you can take, uh, you can take a sharp edge and cut around it to get rid of the excess material. Yeah, but in many cases though, if there's a, if there's a gap, even just an, a little edge there. Right. This is the crazy part about this is like, you know, you think, you think it'd be really difficult if you have lettering on the back of the car. Right. Like let's right. say I saw a Ford F-150 that someone was doing mm-hmm. and they've got the F-150 logo or the badge to do. 
they, they tape it off, you know, kind of loosely so that there's a lot of uh, um, surface, of the, you know, the vehicle surface, painted surface, yeah. exposed. And then when you peel it off, you're peel- as you peel it away, it just kind of leaves, it leaves everything on the badge alone. It takes off what's on the surface of the car. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really quick. And, and you may take like a toothpick and just have to peel away a few details. Yeah. But you're not really... You're not freehanding with a with a razor blade anything that you know would be you know an edge that you would see. The edges are created by the the piece itself. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just it's a really it's hard to explain it clearly like this. You have to see it in action. You have to understand what's going on or see it to understand what's going on completely. Like the lights, the lights. Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. a lot of people don't even mask the lights. Yeah, you don't have to mask the lights because, again, the edge, and I, I apologize, Scott, you said it much more clearly than I could, uh, so thank you about the lettering and the badges. We see this same thing happen, again, with headlights or taillights. You, own, you don't have to mask those off with tape because of the edge, right? Yeah. Between the, between the body of the vehicle and the light, um, excuse me, the light fixtures, you can simply Peel it off. It's two separate surfaces. There's a gap there. Mm-hmm. There's no. There's no joining of the material. Like if it was one continuous surface, that would be difficult. You would right. have to mask that in some way in order for that to happen. But that's the beauty of this thing. Now, I, I think we should just jump right into like how you do a car because yeah, let's do it. Now, you can watch a seven or eight minute video about how this happens, and I, and I've I've kind of you know understood from watching many of these. You know, you know, do it yourselfers. Fonzie doing it, you know, there at the headquarters in in Florida. Um, other people just experimenting with parts. It takes about eight to ten hours to do an entire vehicle, kind of give or take. Depends on what level you um, work with, uh, like the prep material, like how much you want right. to mask off and how much you don't want to mask off, and um, how much peeling away of the excess material there is at the end. And this is not a one-coat job either. This no. is, we're talking maybe five, six. Maybe yeah, that's right. Five, eight. Yeah, in fact, the more coats, the better because, right. you know, the durability. But they have to be applied correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for durability. We'll talk about that, too, in a moment. But um, there's And there's a whole FAQ section that I think we yeah. should step through later. But uh-huh. um, honestly, like, watching this product go on on the vehicles and as effortless, effortlessly... Mm-hmm. Boy, that's tough to say. Effortlessly, you got it. Got it. As uh, as it does go on, it's pretty amazing the results that they get, and they're very smooth. It's very uh, very uniform finish. It's yeah. a it's a matte finish that you normally get from uh, the standard product. Right. Um, it's like a satiny look, but you can apply um, different products to it, right? To mm-hmm. to get different effects. Like there's a, a product uh, if you want called a gloss or... yeah, they call it glossifier. I think yeah. is what they called it. <laughs> um, what else? There's a few other things. Uh, there's a metalizer, uh-huh. a pearlizer, uh-huh. um, and there's a lot also of isers. yeah, there's even a carbon fiber kit that I was uh, kind of looking at earlier that was really cool. It gives an appearance of carbon fiber, right? So you can yeah. do like maybe a hood or a you know a spoiler or whatever you want to do mm. your your uh, ground effects, whatever. Um, anyways, watching him paint, I think he did an Audi. In, yeah, in the yeah. Uh, in the example, does, he, uh, he starts with a white Audi. He starts with a white Audi. That's right, and he paints it and does very minimal masking. Mm-hmm. Doesn't remove any badging. Doesn't no. uh, it paints right over top of the uh, over the top of the um, headlights and, and tail lights as you mentioned. Yeah, he masks over uh, the glass of the mirror. He masks over the uh, front and rear windshields. Okay. Ooh, there's another tricky one. 
rear windshield. You get it though, <laughs> and uh, and the side windows. And this is and as the sim- tires. I think he drapes something over the tires. You're right. Yeah. But that was right. it. He removes the um, he removes the front grill. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, this is as simple as just uh, taping that off, putting newspaper over the windows and a bed sheet over I mean, the rear windshield. Hey, Ben, you're talking like. I would guess, and I'm, I'm going to say that he's done this many times, obviously, sure, thousands yeah. of times probably, but um, I would say even just a, a do-it-yourselfer, that's like an hour's worth of work in a garage. Yeah. That's not very much time at all. Um, when you're prepping a vehicle, now that's not completely, that's not like when you're painting a car. Yeah, that's nowhere near as intense. It's so easy because, let's say that you've got a piece of trim that you don't want covered. You know, it's chrome or whatever. Right. Paint right over it. Peel it right off when you're done. It, that's how that's how simple this is. And when you see the transformation of this car from a white Audi to a blue Audi, which is, I mean, I'll tell you, it's stunning. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging... Those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Beautiful. was I you know what man I was I will admit very skeptical when I saw that first coating go on. Yeah. Cuz it looks as if it's just getting dirty. Ah, uh, but see that's the that's the the thing with this is that you know that first coat is so light it's 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 all in the application. Right. It's you have to you have to do this in the proper way. If you do it, you know, in a sloppy manner, there's going to be uh, consequences to pay in the results that you see later on. And they could be ruinous. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be the texture of the material that, sure. you know, it, it comes out, um, you know, very rough. I've seen people with, like, almost like a, a sandpaper finish. Yeah. Um, if it's applied too close or too far away. Um, you know, if they don't wait long enough in between coats, um, there's, there's a lot of... It sounds terrible. It's really easy to do. There's a lot of rules, mm-hmm. but if you do it correctly, this lasts a long, long time. Because I think people will say, "Well, those plastic handle grips on my uh, on my dad's pliers—they always fall off, and there's a lot of trouble with those." Is it going right, to be the right, same right. thing? Well, yeah. it's a slightly, it's a thinner, thinner surface. First of mm-hmm. all, you're not dipping it in the product. Actually, you're painting it on. Right. Um, use kind of an, an air power gun uh, to apply this stuff. Um, but yeah, they say that um, this stuff can last up to like three years without retouching any of the surfaces. You know, that's now I've, I I read some of that too, and that we should say that that depends on a lot of factors. Okay. So the um, if if you're cool with it, actually, uh, I can walk through just some of the basic steps. Sure. Real quick. Okay. So first, as as you would do with any DIY painting or exterior coating project. Find good area. Find a place that, you know, is ventilated. I mean, I know we shouldn't have to say that, but it's important. Yeah, don't uh, set this up underneath the cottonwood tree that's going to, uh, you know, drop stuff all over oh, gosh, every five yeah, seconds, you know. Exactly. Um, and make sure, make sure, make double sure that you have a clean surface, you know, uh, even if it's, even if it feels like it's taking too long, it's going to be so worth it. Um and they they suggest a few different things to, that you can use to clean the like surface. Alcohol wipe. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they even have a a pre spray um, material, yeah, kit. yeah, kit that comes with it in a spray bottle that you know is specially formulated mm-hmm. makes a good surface. You know that type of thing. Yeah, and then of course uh, mask off your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now when we get to one of the things they sell, uh, the the plasti dip comes in various forms. One of those forms is what would look like an aerosol can, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, this is something important because when you're u- doing the uh, the entire car, you know, of course, one can's not going to cut it. Definitely not. You're so what do you do? You're much better served with one of the pro kits, which includes gallons of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and that's pre-thinned from what I understand. Is that, yes, um, it's, it's thinned out because you're going to use this, you're going to apply this with a gun that comes in the kit as well. Now, these pro kits, mm-hmm. um, you, you mentioned, uh, you know, they come in gallon form, which is kind of, it's something you're not going to pick up at the uh, at the hardware store on the right. shelf, most likely. That's kind of an industrial size application that you'd, you'd you, somewhere you'd find it somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but the pro kits, now they come in different sizes. And they, they range from one gallon mm-hmm. all the way up to about five gallons. Uh, so, like, they, they've got a pro kit. Now, I, just for example, I don't know if you want to list what's in the kit or not. Sure. Um, they have a, uh, there's a spray gun, which they call the 3500, mm-hmm. which is really, it's got a big reservoir on the bottom. It looks, to me, Ben, it looks like one of those Wagner power painters. Oh, yeah, appear. yeah. It appears like that. Now, That's I don't, pretty good. I don't know how it's actually operated, a, a little compressor or what, um, but it looks like that. And uh, there's a, you know, a certain number of gallons of Plasti-Dip product, which you can you know order via whichever kit you get. I'll, I'll mention mm-hmm. that in a minute. 
there's blue painter's tape. Uh, there's a, um, a washing material. There's decals, of course, if you want them. Uh, mixing sticks and microfiber towels. And that's mm-hmm. what, everything that comes in this kit. And the kits range from one gallon, which is for a motorcycle. Yeah. Um, and that's about a, a little under 200 bucks. Um, two gallons, which is for what, an ATV or a, a small right. vehicle? Yeah, they a compact say. car, maybe. Yeah, that's like just a little under 250. A uh, three gallon kit for a small car, which is about $299. Mm-hmm. Um, a four gallon kit, which is for a large car or extra coverage on a small car, which is they highly recommend that. Yeah, again, case. we've we've emphasized that. We'll that's, get used to it. We'll emphasize that some more. That's about that's about three hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, and then uh, there's a five gallon kit for a uh, a truck or an SUV, SUV yeah. um, and that's about four hundred bucks. So the the most expensive kit, the entire thing here, and once you get the gun and you know all that other stuff, yeah, um, that's yours to keep, obviously. Right. So at that point, once you buy the kit, then you've got that, and then you'll just be buying gallons of product mm-hmm. because. And that's the the interesting thing about this is you can apply this stuff, keep it on for a week or two, completely peel it off, and then paint your car again. And, yeah. it, and it's really, I mean, I don't want to say it's affordable. It's 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 reasonable. It's reasonable. That? It's I'll reasonable. That, yeah. Because you know, let's say that you get the kit, the pro kit. It's got everything you need. You know, you've cleaned the gun properly so you can reuse it. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can get the painter's tape at any store. You can get mixing sticks anywhere, of course, microfiber towels, all that stuff. Right. That's easy enough. The gun is what you really need and the product. And I think you can even probably find a different gun if you wanted to, but it's all right here in this one kit. So, mm-hmm. you know, it seems to make sense to buy a preassembled kit. But the cool thing, Ben, I, I had visions of, um, um, what was that, Cannonball Run? Yeah. You know where they uh, they what was it the, they were running from the police in the Lamborghini uh-huh. and they pull over to the side and it's the <laughs> girls you know and they pull over and they they got the hose and they wash off was it the white color and it yeah, becomes yeah. a red car yeah. um, it's like a whitewash car I had visions of this when I saw them peeling the paint it's off a quick of it. change yeah, yeah when they were peeling this plastic dip off of the car the first time and you know the, the cool thing is like you could change the color of your car literally. Every I don't know I'd say two days three days if you wanted to. Yeah, you're limited. In theory, the only hard limit is the drying time. So uh, you know, once you've got your <laughs> material, your painting in sections, we already know that that's something that goes through goes with almost any painting process, mm-hmm. right? And um, of course, as you as you spray. Your first layer, you may be a little bit skeptical because, again, it's not going to look like it's completely covering it. It's not. You you have to do, as we said, multiple layers. Um, the drying time I've read is between fifteen to thirty minutes. Between coats. Between coats. Yeah. Okay. So really, let's say that you know you get this whole thing painted, you let it dry, and you have to let it cure for a certain amount of time before it's really you know right. set. After after you uh, paint, uh, you need at least four hours. So you could paint your car. Twice a day, if you wanted to. If you really if wanted you, to, if you truly you wanted just, to, you could just peel it off after that. This yeah. is how amazing this is. Now, I've seen other cars that you know have been painted for a couple of years that they mm-hmm. bring in just to show that you know, like there were a couple of BMWs I saw that were painted like in this this camo green, which is really really a cool color. Yeah, because um, it has that satin green look and it's mm-hmm. really really slick. Um, they brought them in and they they peeled it right off. It was like uh, it had been on there for a couple of years. Um, um, amazing. Now I know that it. it hardens up a bit after a while you know it becomes more and more i don't know if it cures more or what but yeah it becomes a little more brittle by brittle i don't even understand what that really means because when at these cars that that 
had you know had this product on for a long long time they were still being able to they were able to pull them off with uh with you know one sheet you know yeah. you just kind of scratch for an edge and you think all right you got to be thinking like you know this stuff if you can peel it right off with your fingernail and you got to kind of work at it to get it started that's the, right. that's the whole point but it's very very durable i thought i thought there's no way you know you drive a little too fast it's going to start flapping in the wind right right a rock pops pops up from the road yeah yeah well but the the cool thing is this product actually it i mean people use use this product to create you know how people would buy those uh those leather car sports bras you yeah know? yeah yeah did i say that right sports bra yeah yeah um protective bra <laughs> for their car how about that i'll say it that way oh yeah it's, it's, a, protect, it's a protective bra for their car you know, right. for rock chips and things like that. Right. And we're can, we're not talking about sports bras. We're talking about the leather, yeah, usually yeah. leather, that yeah. uh, goes around the front or the sometimes the rear. So. Yeah, exactly. So this is uh, – you could actually create one of those out of, you know, Plastidip at this point. So you could, yes. you could mask the front of your vehicle, mm-hmm. paint the, the protective rubberized bra on the front, and uh, just not have to worry about it. That's how durable this stuff is, and it stands up to – you know, sunshine and washing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was concerned, you know, because I'm, I'm terrible about this, Ben. I drive through the uh, the car washes, the automatic you know, car wash, the automatic car washes Ooh. with the brushes. Yeah, I know a lot of people are booing right now, but um, I I saw them drive a vehicle that had been plastidipped through an automatic car wash, mm-hmm. no damage at all. Didn't didn't grab. You know, you think those bristles would grab an edge right, and pull right. it up? Didn't harm it one bit. Not not one single edge was pulled up. Not uh, not a scratch on it. It was it was beautiful. Okay, now I I'm glad that we're at this point because I've heard some stuff and I've read some stuff uh, that's a bit contentious about the durability of of plastic. People really? have said, yeah, there are people who say that um, that they would suggest it only for six months. Oh, okay. which I thought was small. I guess it also depends on where you're riding your car, where you're driving. Okay. You know, if it's your daily driver and you're in an area with a lot of rocks or something, maybe one of them does catch an edge. I don't know. And I also found um, I also found some people who were not completely happy with the results who were talking about that texture that we've mentioned before. Mm. But I wonder how much of that goes back to application. Ah, see now I I saw you know what some, I mean. I saw some application issues online as well. There was a guy painting. It was it looked like a big Lincoln Town Car. I think yeah. And okay. he had the hood, and he said anywhere that was a flat surface, you know, that was a like you had to point the gun down. I had an issue with you know this surface, and it was a it was a rough surface. And he was taking I think a a, a paint roller. He had a very creative way to get around it, and it, and it ended up beautiful. He was able yeah. to, he was able to fix it. Um, he took. Xylene, I think it was, and he had he had rubbed it in that and was wiping it across the surface of that, and it would reliquify the product and, mm-hmm. and smooth it out, and then he would put another coat on top, and it was fixed. And now this Fonzie guy has some uh, tips in his videos about how to best hold the sprayer. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So so that that might influence it. Another thing that might influence the durability of Plastidip is uh, the the temperature. Um, the ambient temperature. Sure. So but on the website, they also mention about how cooler temperatures can affect the finish quality and the performance of the spray. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of the things that they recommend doing is that if you are in a cooler condition, uh, which they they specify that the product has been proven between negative 30 Fahrenheit to 200 Fahrenheit, which is pretty much what you're going to run into in most of the United States. Sure. But... Um, 
if anybody's somewhere where it's negative 31, I apologize. But uh, but the other thing here is that they recommend taking the product and pre-warming it in a warm room so it can reach that kind of temperature before you apply it. Again, this all goes back to preparation. Sure, Ben. You know what? If you're going to spray paint things and it's cooler out, they tell you to put spray paint cans in a uh, in a bowl of warm water exactly. in order to keep it thin. So there's just a lot of um, a lot of tips and tricks and and you know things that you got to keep straight in your head that you know if it's colder out, obviously it may not be the best, you know, the best right. conditions to do this. Try to get a space heater out in your garage or find a heated garage that you can do this in. Or if it's uh, the wheels of your car that you're, you're coating. Take them inside. Take them inside. Yeah, exactly. There's a, there's ways around this if you have to do it in the wintertime. And if you're concerned about um, heat, I just noticed here on the FAQ that it says, well, it holds up to heat and racing. Uh-huh. Um, it says that it's heat resistant up to 312 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, that's so awesome. So obviously, like, if you have it on your racing wheels, which get really, really hot mm-hmm. uh, due to, you know, braking, right. um, it will stand up to that. It won't, it won't bubble or crack away. The other thing... Is that you know some people are saying well I live in uh, you know Minnesota let's take Minnesota sure. or uh, Michigan or you know some places that's really really harsh winters and very cold dramatic temperature changes yeah. um, they say that a lot of people actually use plastic dip on the wheels to protect them for the winter season so let's say that in the fall um, you take the the uh, you know the brushed aluminum wheels off your car and you take them inside and you plastic dip them black or whatever color you want to do them red it doesn't matter any color. Yeah. And uh, put them back on the car. You can drive them all winter long in the snow and ice and crud and salt and all that garbage. In the springtime, you peel off the protective layer, and they're as good as new. So you've protected the wheels. It's not like you had to remove them and have a winter set of wheels for mm-hmm. all that other garbage. Right. Um, so it's used as a as a winter protective coat in a lot of places. So if that eases anybody's mind about this, and they say that you know the, the same thing with the surface of the car, um, really, it doesn't doesn't do any harm to clear coat because I know a lot of people are concerned about clear coat. Right. Yeah. It's it's the it's going to be in the same state it was as it uh, once you take it off. Mm-hmm. Once you take the plastic. Yeah. Exactly. Off. We've seen this with uh, the car wraps as well. Yeah. Um, that's what it reminded me of wrap wraps. It's, it's just a, a different way to cover the surface. I mean, it's really not harming anything below it. In fact, it's protecting what's below it. Mm-hmm. So you're protecting the initial, uh, you know, the factory finish, I guess. And uh, you're applying this new one, which then takes the abuse, which is good in this case because this is such a durable product. And one last thing. Okay. And uh, I'm probably almost done here, but um, the matte finish, a lot of people are concerned with that. And we mentioned that you can get the glossifiers. Uh-huh. Um, glossalizer. Glo- glossalizer, whatever. <laughs> it's a funny yeah. name. Um, they've, uh, they've also got, you know, the section, like a you know the FAQ thing that Fonzie does, that he says, you know, a lot of people are asking about standard clear coats. Right. Can I put a clear coat on top of it? You know, something that's shiny, uh, because of the matte finish. And uh, he says you can. Um, and the results I saw that it was tougher to peel the uh, the plastic coat away from the surface that had been covered with yeah. a traditional clear coat. Let's say from like Krylon or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but if you use the plastic dip gloss, was it glossifier? It's glossified. Yeah. <laughs> Something like yeah, that. Yeah. If you use the Plastidip product, it's much, much easier. In fact, you can use the, the glossifier alone on a product and peel that off, which is cool. I didn't even know that until just minutes ago. Really? When we were That's researching cool. this. Yeah, he said you could, you could use a Plastidip gloss coating and mm-hmm. coat uh, this mic stand. And then we could peel off the gloss coat. If we oh, that's to. cool. Isn't that uh, neat? Yeah, I have one last thing before we close up. Sure. The colors. We mentioned this. Um, oh, yeah. So, of course, this is not paint. This is a rubberized surface. Mm-hmm. This this is a 
different animal to paint. So there's not the same variety of color selections, right? That's what you think. That's what you think. Okay. Because oh, what, there's like seven, there's only like seven base yeah, colors, like five right? or seven, yeah. Okay. And so uh, you're too clever for my little rhetorical trap here. So oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I respect you more now. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. But the, uh, the, uh, the one thing you can do if you say that, you know, you want that more, um, what was that, the camo green on the BMW? Yes. Yeah, if you want something more like that, you can order a create your own color kit. Uh, so this comes with... Uh, clear plastic dip and five different tents, and so you can you can mix up your own color if they don't offer one um, already. Exactly, like I know the blue car. You know the blue is a pretty shocking blue that uh, that they have. It's yeah, really it's really powerful it's blue. very bright. I call it like a candy blue or some kind of, some kind yeah. of color like that. Really really intense. And uh, they had used um, I think it was a black mix to uh, to tone it down a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the result was really really nice. As long as it's mixed correctly and consistently, you know, use the same color every time. You know, you, you do this. Um, it really turned out nice. I mean, and there's there are tint kits that you can buy that you know come with the variety of the tints that you can you can add to these colors that you mm-hmm. purchase. And there's also um, if you're into this, there's uh, blaze colors, which are uh, really really intense, like orange and pink and green, and you know, really kind of shocking colors. A lot of people like to do that on their wheels. Yeah, um, or maybe even badges or something like that, or just yeah. um, highlight certain areas of the car, like I mentioned, like spoilers or you know whatever. Yeah, bright a, a, yellow wheels. Yeah, exactly, or a, or a you know bright orange um, you know hood of the vehicle, right. and the rest of the car is black or something like that. Um, anything, I'll tell you, anything is possible with this, and it's really. You mentioned it earlier, Ben. You said that this is a different beast mm-hmm. uh, from paint completely. That is so true. I thought I thought initially it was going to be more like a paint product, right? Um, you know, just seeing how it's it's reversible. It's it's so quickly undone if you don't like what you do what you've done, mm-hmm. and you're able to repair. There's fix kits that they sell that that reliquify. So if let's say you get a door ding that you know goes through the surface, you can you can buy a, a fix it kit to uh, to liquefy the product and and smooth it out, and it's like it never happened. And that's really cool. Um, I, I'm just I'm. I tell you, I, I've become a believer in the last, let's say, couple <laughs> weeks since we've been really looking at this. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really become a believer, and I've seen so many success stories, and it seems so simple. I mean, I know that that's, it's an easy trap to fall into, sure. that, that it looks simple online. I can see somebody doing it and watching <laughs> right. it step by step, but... You know, when I see a do-it-yourselfer that does a, a badge or a, um, you know, a full grill on a car, and it looks spectacular, I mean, no flaws at all, with no training or no, you know, previous knowledge. This is my first time doing this type thing. Um, it gives me a lot of encouragement, a lot of, uh, um, I don't know. Inspiration? It's, it's, it's inspira- in- inspirational. It's believable. And I also think that this may become like an addictive thing, too. If you were to buy yeah. the kit and you had the gun. It's already a sunk cost. And you've painted your car. Let's say you've painted your uh, red car. You've made it a uh, like a matte black, and you uh-huh. don't like that anymore because that trend's kind of going away. And you want to do a matte white, something transformative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something <laughs> totally different, whatever it is. Um, you know, It's completely possible, and it's, it's relatively inexpensive. It's quick, um, and it seems very easy to do. Yeah, and I agree with that, but again, one thing that people should understand is you cannot expect the same performance you would expect from a paint job. This is not going to last as long. Fair enough. But with that in mind, 
the price alone. You know, that's what gets me. Yeah. Is so much, uh, so much more inexpensive than your typical Orthodox paint job. And you know what? There's something kind of cool about, you know, like you show up in one day in, in the same car that was blue that's yes. now red, and then it, then the next time they see you, it's orange, and then it's going to be white, and, you know, then it's a camel color, and then you may do a carbon fiber hood. and Dude, it, that's the most exciting thing because we can, we can go into the parking deck. Um, for everyone who hasn't heard that, uh, we have a really weird parking deck here. It's underground. It's like five levels. We could go in there and we could just completely change our cars and make a clean getaway from whatever we did. I don't know what. It's totally possible. I see you seeing like, uh, like, like heist capabilities in this. Yeah, the heist capabilities alone, Scott. Um, but before I go off planning a crime on air. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian, someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet, and also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without painful finger sticks. So you can always know which way your glucose is headed. An arrow shows you where you're heading, up, down, or steady. It can also alert you before you go too low or when you're going too high. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM available, you can make better diabetes decisions about food, medication, and activity in the moment. And all those little decisions can lead to big results. Results you can see like more time and range in lower A1C. With Dexcom G7, you can manage your diabetes with confidence. Get started with the number one recommended CGM brand by doctors and patients at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose Glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Okay, so I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Yoni wa- uh, writes in, I almost said walks in, Yoni writes in to say, I think if you did a show on how bait cars work. For reference, the show Bait Car on True TV. This is about how uh, this guy steals a car and gets trapped in there and the police own the bait car. I like this. I think this is a good idea. Yeah? Yeah, I do. And I, I would love to see this actually happening. In person. I've seen just little bits of the show. I've never watched the whole thing all the way through Bait Car, but uh-huh. uh, I know the premise is that they're able to control, they're even able to lock the person in the vehicle. Is that right? So this is like I on, think, on Star Fights Crime. Yeah, yeah. And what's funny <laughs> is, you know, the, the I mean, obviously they're on many, many camera angles and, you know, the car is stolen and they're, they're caught red-handed. Ouch. And... Uh, you know, it's always like, no, no, this is my car. This is our, this is my friend's car. Oh, are you serious? A, oh, yeah. There's, they try. There's, they deny right to the very end when they're being hauled away <laughs> that you know they have no idea that you know they're being watched. Officer, by this is my pink Tahoe. It's it's really it's it's comical, <laughs> you know, in in a way, sad. but also sad. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so if you're hearing this, don't don't steal the car, guys. It's really not worth it. No, definitely not. But uh, but I do like the idea that we should talk about maybe bait cars and see if uh, mm-hmm. maybe the Atlanta police here or locally are doing something. Maybe we can talk to them about it. That would be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Do you want to do another piece of listener mail? Yeah. You know, we can do something real quick here. I've got one uh, from Aaron in uh, Aaron's from northern Minnesota. And uh, Aaron wrote in about a... Uh, well, a topic that we talked about a long time ago, the $3,000 car. Oh, yeah. Remember the dot, uh, the uh, Datsun? That's mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we had we had kind of a romanticized version of, uh, you know, what we thought the uh, the Datsun brand should be bringing back. And oh, I remember this We talked about, email. you know, the, yeah. uh, the 240Z and all that, you know, that we uh, were, such, we're, we're big fans of that. Maybe vehicle, we right? went a little too nostalgic. Is I, that what this is? I guess so, because, you know, I wrote back to, to Aaron, but um, I'll tell you that in a minute. Yeah. Um, he says, what made... Dotson's great was not that they were comparable to the European imports, but it was that they were comparable and far more affordable. Yep. Um, so they made buying a great car. Um, well, actually, it says building a great car is easy. Building a great car everyone can afford is very hard. That's a very good point. So he says as long as uh, Nissan builds a great $3,000 car, I don't think that the brand will be diluted, but it'll be strengthened. And then that could possibly lead to like a $5,000 car, maybe a $10,000 car that could conceivably be sold in the developed world. And uh, mm. I thought that was a good point. That's a really good and point. What did you say? You wrote this guy back already. <laughs> yeah, right? I did. I wrote back to Aaron. I said that uh, it's a good point, you know, because, you know, that a lot of people are writing in and saying that um, we forgot about the whole aspect that, you know, they started out as micro cars. Yeah. And a, uh, definitely a value brand vehicle, right? Uh-huh. Economy. Absolutely. Economy car. We were really focused on just the Z cars, and uh, we probably shouldn't have been. We should have looked at more of you know the, the people that uh, remember them as like more of Econobox cars that suffered from rust, is what a lot of people said. That's true. We got <laughs> multiple emails about this, so yeah, yeah. maybe we did romanticize it. Yeah, we were a bit nostalgic when we we look back at the you know, like the 240Z model, mm. and uh, you know, especially now, it's it's so easy now that time has passed, and that you know, I, I said that. You know, every 240Z that I see now is a finished product. It's a streetcar, yeah. and it's at shows, and it's you know, it's being on, it's on display somewhere. It's obsessively waxed on the weekend. Exactly, and that's not that's not really what uh, Datsun was all about. You know, back in mm-hmm. the day. You know, I know they had some uh, some some questionable products. They had some great products. Hits and misses. Let's it hits say. And, okay, hits and misses. Let's just leave it at that. But uh, Aaron, you're right, and uh, a lot of people had written in about that. So I just want to kind of uh, clear the air that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we probably romanticized that one just a bit. A little too nostalgic on our end. 
And we really appreciate everybody who wrote in to tell us about that. We had some people talking about uh, their Datsuns and how the reason that they had a Datsun to begin with was that it was a value brand. Um, and so we, we've we heard what's been going on here. And this, especially Aaron's letter, uh, gave us a great perspective because perhaps rather than diluting the Datsun brand, the $3,000 car will reinvigorate it, you know? Possibility. And, and just like he says in his email... Um, Yoni, we also appreciate uh, your recommendation on bait cars. It sounds like Scott and I might be sold on this. Uh, we would love to hear from you guys. We're about to head out, and um, I promise I'm not going to plastic dip my car this weekend. But we'll see about the future. Uh, that quick change seems pretty cool. Let us know what you think. Find us at Car Stuff on Facebook. Uh, hit us up at Car Stuff HSW on Twitter. Or write an email with funny jokes, anecdotes, or stories about Plasti Dip. You know, whatevs at Car Stuff at Discovery.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids, no plug needed. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. (laughs) You can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.